Warning, the following podcast contains violent scenes that may be unsettling to some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. In the fall of 1987, four men find themselves reunited with childhood friends for the first time in ten years. They are drawn together by the mysterious death of a mentor they all cared for together as children. World of Darkness, The Ultimate Evil is a first edition Chronicles of Darkness game that takes place in Bismarck, North Dakota and is inspired by the satanic panic of the 1980s. Remembrance is the first story arc that follows Alex, played by Adam B., Wayne, played by Adam C., Che, played by Andrew, and Michael, played by Slavic, as they discover the mysteries that surround them in their hometown. If you would like to contact us, you can reach us on Twitter at twin underscore cities underscore VTM or on Facebook at Twin Cities by Night. We hope you enjoy. All right, next day wakes up. Next day, you probably wake up first, I'm sure, Mike, because yeah. I'm sure someone's probably sporting a hangover a little bit and everything like that. <laughs> go. What, what are you going to go ahead and do there, Mike? I think I'm going to go for a morning jog. Nice. You jog out all those worries and everything like that. What's your plan? Like, how, how, how do you plan to take today's events? And like, what, you, when are you going to call Alex and all that stuff? I think I'm going to call him around... Uh, I guess nine or ten, probably ten, because you know he works late. Uh, I'll probably ask someone on the force to take a look at this bishop guy. Are you gonna head to the force? Or are you gonna call him? Or probably call him. Bismarck PD. Hey, it's Mike here. How you doing, Mike? It's your day off, don't you know? What are you doing? As a female voice. Uh, you know, just making sure the city's safe. <laughs> she's like what you, have, you, have you found a good girl yet michael i keep telling you and you, you know this is a lady named ann she's probably in her late 40s you know and kind of mudly are you taking any nice girls out for dinner or anything this weekend nah. or what nah not since i broke up with jane well it's her loss right and you don't need no big city slicker girl who thinks she's too good for bismarck right we have plenty of nice girls here and you're gonna meet one one day michael you got that right anyway <laughs> I wanted to take a look at uh, this guy, this weird guy. He was supposed to be in prison. Okay, hold on one second here. These new, I hate these new computer things they got. I don't get them. I don't understand them. And sometimes I just want to pretend I'm using it. Go back and look at the files again. You know, I feel like the good old okay. days. What's his name? Uh, J Bishop. J A Bishop. Hold on one second. And you sit there for like three minutes. You know what I mean? <laughs> All right, I think, okay, uh, let me go grab this file. It tells me where the file is. Hold on one second. Five minutes later, comes up, picks up, you hear the phone, the receiver get picked up. All right, here we go. Jay Bishop. Yeah, he got out like a month ago. He's, uh, yeah, he's on one of those halfway homes on the south side. Let's see here. What else do you need to know? What was he in for? Let me see here. Distribution of narcotics. Uh, not too many details here. I see. I don't have the court records or anything like that, but distribution of narcotics. But he got out a month ago and he has to live in this halfway house for about six months. Hey, thanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's 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 probably nothing. I just wanted to make sure something real big help. Thanks. Yep. She hangs up. Okay. Uh, I think I'll call. Yeah, let's just skip to me calling Alex. All right, Alex. You're. Your your dreams are kind of restless, kind of, you know, having one of your fit-like dreams that you have sometimes. And 
you kind of hear through the dream the phone ringing, and eventually you're kind of you hear your phone in your room. You know, swing my arm until it lands where it's supposed to, and I'll pick up the phone. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Alex, it's Mike. You awake? I am now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought it was it. <laughs> 10 a.m. Rise and shine. Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> All right. Pop this oh, blind. What's up? open. Uh, yeah, uh, so how uh, how are we going to handle that bishop guy? Uh, I don't know. You're the investigator. I just get people drunk. <laughs> I think I'm just a beat uh, cop, but you probably like, yeah, I'm damn right, I'm an investigator. Right now, speeding tickets, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I I called uh, called in to the station to find out something about him. Found out he was in for distribution of narcotics, and he got uh, got out of prison a month ago. But that's pretty much it. So, uh. What was he selling? I have no idea. Just it just said distribution of narcotics. <sighs> maybe I could. Uh, maybe, maybe, maybe I could find one of my old uh, hookups and see if they know where he's at or what he's Look, doing. If you're not comfortable with that, you don't have to do it. I'm not comfortable with it, but we got paid five hundred dollars, so. We should probably do it. Okay, just be careful, all right? Yeah, I'll try. Mm-hmm. You too. Do you want to meet up or anything? Uh, I guess... Uh, I'm going to need... Yeah. Fuck, what time is it? I'm going to need, I guess, dinner, maybe? I'm not sure we're at the dinner stage yet, Alex. All right, then <laughs> coffee and more cigarettes. I need those right now. Okay. Go to Denny's. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, when are you going to meet up with your contacts and we can maybe meet up later? Oh, I, I don't know if I can actually find a time to meet them. They just sort of show up every now and then. Okay, so... I can go to just, where I usually find them. Uh, you know what? Uh, let's just talk to this guy first, and then we'll see if you need to talk to your old contacts. I think that'll be better. All right, but I guess breakfast first? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. We'll meet in two hours. Sounds good. And I will Denny's. hang up the phone. Yeah. Hang up the phone. Alex will shower. He'll go out. He'll <laughs> buy himself two packs of cigarettes. He'll swing by, I guess, a Dunkin' Donuts for a cup of coffee while he uh, buses his way over to a Denny's. So you guys are meeting out at Denny's probably on the south side of town since that's where the uh, halfway house is that he's staying at. South side of Bismarck, as you guys are driving down towards there to meet them at, at this Denny's and in, in, in each of your vehicles, the south side of Bismarck is where things start getting ran down. Like the north side is kind of where like by the Capitol and where some of the, you know, where, I mean, there's still bad parts of the north side of town, like northeast, but the south side of town is like where the stuff is like really bad, where a lot of the trailer parks are at, where like a lot of the... 
old abandoned like kind of factory buildings are at and stuff like that and that you're, you're honestly that's where they keep the halfway homes and, and you know that mike but you especially know that alex from your your drug days you're either in mandan a lot or you're down there in the south side they're trying to score which is a really hard thing to do in bismarck for a drug like heroin because it wasn't something that was easily found yeah but it was very easily distributed like in the bigger cities and stuff like that so as you guys meet at this denny's uh you're sitting there sitting face to face take it alex looks a little rough right now am i wrong oh yeah he's trying to devour a hangover helper at the moment Had a yes yes i did pass me the ketchup please he's <laughs> <laughs> got the biggest pile of hash browns and home fries possible, covered in ketchup, and he's just plowing through it. What's going on in your head, Mike, as you're, you're seeing this this guy who you were close at one point as a kid with just like in the, in the state that he's in now? I mean, I saw him before when he was in a worse state, so I'm just, uh, so I'm, you're ha- I'm just glad he's being better. So there's a sense of caring that you have for him? Like, like, yeah, definitely. I mean, you know, Mike's virtue is hope. He sort of tries to make things better for town. Wow. And, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Good stuff. So you guys are sitting there sc- scrolling through your meals. Is there any dialogue that you guys want to have uh, while you guys are doing that? Or And Alex is going to be stuffing his face, but if Mike starts a conversation, Alex will definitely respond. Yeah. Where are we going to ask this guy? Like, do we just walk up to him or got any ideas well we're gonna go to the halfway house i am gonna guess we ring the doorbell and talk to the folks that are there but uh i mean did did that reporter dude i i'm last night's a bit of a splotchy (laughs) painful headachey blur right now um did that did that guy say why or how this dude came up in his investigation so i tell him you know about all this Oh yeah, okay. That's no. that's just coming back to me. Oh man, mostly. Can I uh, can I get some more coffee, please? <laughs> yeah, you see a waitress is like pours you another cup of coffee. <laughs> just just can you bring like two more mugs and just keep them all filled? Yeah, yeah. You she kind of looks at you. Mine. She keeps filling up the coffees as you guys are sitting there finishing your meal up. You guys are gonna head over to the house then. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I will leave the waitress a very nice tip for keeping my coffee full. Oh, wow. Very charming like of you. A $15 tip on a $10 meal or something. Well, yeah, you do have like $550 or something like that. $540, and yes. 30 or something like that. So as you're, uh, yeah, as you guys walk out, you get in the car, you guys drive to the neighborhood where uh, this halfway house is at. They are uh, older houses that are kind of multi-storied. It kind of almost looks like the same style as your house that your parents lived in, that, that they live in, that you currently stay in, Alex. That They're built like in the 30s, kind of older, but this side they're not taken care of as much. The paint is kind of flecking off a little bit. The, the paint for the house that you're coming up to now that the address is, is lime green at one time. It has this very, like a second layer of suit. And when I say suit, I don't mean from like smoke or chimneys or anything like that. It's from the sand, the dirt that that the ice in North Dakota collects, you know, that comes on the side of the building there. And it just kind of like slowly peels away. You can see like a lot of the side paneling of the the side side of the house. The paneling is like warped. You know, nails have popped out because of it. Uh, There's a front porch that's kind of saggy that, again, the paint was at one time white. 
you see like about four or five figures standing out there with flannel shirts on or like light jackets, smoking cigarettes. Don't really look like they're talking to each other. You're actually kind of, well, you both are familiar, but you more so, Alex, is familiar that like at halfway homes, people don't usually know each other. You know, they're just kind of sitting there trying to keep to themselves if they're trying to get on the straight and narrow and have their real freedom afterwards. There's a, like a driveway, but there's no cars parked in the driveway. So if you want to, you both could park your cars up or you guys could park your cars along the side of the house. Oh, Alex takes the bus. He doesn't have a car. Oh, oh okay, okay, gotcha. Well, then you probably rode. You probably rode with uh, Mike, unless yeah. you said you. All right, cool. So yeah, Mike. So you, you're gonna park in the driveway along the side of the house. I guess along the side of the house. You guys get out of the car. It's a little windier than it's been normal today, or normally. You could tell then that like ugh, you hate fall in North Dakota because fall is like really not a fall. It's like three weeks or four weeks of of all right weather and then it goes to shit you can feel like the shit end is starting to come along as you walk along the sidewalk and in the sidewalks as you look down on it it's not even that well taken care of there's like inches of it that stick out to where some kid was running along they'd easily trip over and skin their knee and as you come what you walk around the corner and the grass is kind of dead no one's really raked the front lawn and you see these like the four or five people just got kind of glancing at you guys as they're walking, as you guys are walking up, but definitely they pay more attention to Mike because Mike kind of carries himself differently. Uh, and they kind of get the sense from how he carries himself that, you know, he's of the one form over another authority type, uh, you know, that checks in on people or whatever. You, uh, come up upon the steps and you walk up to the steps and you see that the, that there's a screen door, the normal door behind it is kind of open. You can see through it and you see the four figures look at you and you see one guy. Who has uh, like a uh, like a scroungy beard and kind of longer greasy hair? Looks at you guys like is, is, is you looking for someone? Hey, hey man, uh, you got a light? I'll hold up a cigarette. He's like, he, yeah, he takes it out and he kind of like hands it to you. All right, thanks. I'll light up and look at Mike and be like, "This is your show right now." <laughs> yeah, looking for a Jay Bishop. Oh <clears throat> yeah, him. He's inside, probably in his fucking room. He stays there a lot. Yeah, doesn't fucking really socialize with us too often. No, he's this fucking uppy Christian type, man. He just sits up there and reads his fucking Bible and doesn't do shit else. He either goes off to work or fucking sits in his room and reads his Bible. I can fucking respect it, I guess. He just doesn't like to talk. He's not that much of a conversation. Hmm. All right. All right. Inside, you said? Yeah, yeah, he's inside. All right. Well, uh, upstairs, downstairs, where's his room? Oh, yeah. He's just upstairs, second room on the right. Go up the steps, right? And he kind of like looks in there and he opens the screen door and he's like, little steps there. Just go up there and he's the second on the right. All right. Thanks, man. Cool. Yep. Yep. And Alex will walk in and head upstairs. You following him, Michael? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I'll just, hey, so it'll probably be best if I don't tell Mama Cop. Uh, So let's just say we're working for a reporter or something. All right. Well, that's technically true. So it is technically <laughs> true. It is completely true. Pays better than my main job. <laughs> you guys are as you walk up the steps. You start hearing lightly, as if coming from FM radio, like the preaching, like a preacher, you know, giving like a like a revival kind of preaching style. You can hear it kind of a little staticky, and it's coming from the second floor. You hear that, Alex? Yeah. Why? What does yeah. it ring a bell for you? Uh, sounds weird though yeah he's like oh praise jesus it's like southern you guys are like in north dakota really don't have 
you're either like Catholic or you're Lutheran or, you know what I mean? You're very like straight nosed, you know, if you're Christian, straight nosed Christian, where like the Southern revival, praise Jesus and, you know, hallelujah, touching hands and stuff like that. Like, isn't something you guys kind of strikes people from North Dakota as like a little eccentric because people from North Dakota aren't too eccentric. As you guys are walking up the steps, some Native American guy comes walking down. You know, he has like a, a shorter, his hair's cut shorter, dark, and he just kind of gently bumps in, accidentally like bumps in like he doesn't give a shit into one of you guys as he's walking down the steps. It's Michael. He just kind of bumps into the shoulder as he keeps going down. Watch it, man. <laughs> then he just looks and he turns around and goes back downstairs. You see him go out to the porch and you, you see him lighting a cigarette from the porch. And I, t- and I tell your demons. That if you simply pray, as you guys are coming up the steps, you can definitely tell it's coming from the second floor on the right. As you kind of come up to there and you look in the door, the door's open. You see the door's open and you see a figure. He's sitting in like a the room, basically. As you look into the room, there's one window straight ahead and there's a bed that's against the wall. That's just enough of a twin bed for one person to sleep in. You can kind of notice that it's saggy. It looks a little bumpy, but the bed is very well made. Corners tucked in at an angle, almost a military style. And you see uh, there's a radio that is on the dresser that's next to the bed, like the little end table that's on the next to the bed. And you see a chair, just a normal like wooden chair. You see a real, you see kind of an overweight figure sitting on the chair and he's looking at the stereo. Like he's almost like imagining like he can see the guy preaching. Uh, he's wearing like khaki dicky type pants that are kind of tight, a little tighter probably than they should be because of how overweight he is. And he has a white T-shirt on that's tucked in. He has a handlebar mustache that's gray. And he and the top of his head is bald, but he has hair growing on the side of his head. So you can see that he was had like some pimples there that are on top. As he's standing there, or he's sitting there looking, you guys are standing at the door. He turns around, he looks at both of you. I need you both to roll intelligence plus composure roll. With a difficulty of plus two. Yeah, two successes. Cool. So you got one success. As you guys are sitting there, uh, you look at him, and this figure turns around. You guys, eye con- you guys make contact, eye contact with him. And all of a sudden, you're just slammed with the memory. And it's like almost like you're, it overtakes your vision. And you both see like a face. The background is totally black pitch black it's almost as if the face is coming out of the blackness and there's a guy who has like a dark really thick black handlebar mustache and his eyes are wide i mean like wide and buggy his pupils are dilated and then like almost like his eyes are bugging out looking around he has thick black hair with like like sideburns and you just see as he's sitting there looking all bloody around all you see his blood just like splashes his face like his eyes are closed his, his face is cl- covered in red and then his eyes open and he's all buggy again, and he's staring at it. It's almost like your heartbeat almost skips a heart, and your body fills up with adrenaline. And then that memory just, like, leaves, and you're staring at this depressed-looking, overweight guy, and you're realizing that this guy is just, like, just an older version of this intense fucking face that you saw just covered in blood that got splashed with blood at one point. All right, scene's on you. Go ahead. And Alex pulls out a cigarette and it lights it up and is really trying not to freak out. He's, he's looking. He's like, is there something I can help you guys with? Actually, you can. You're Mr. J. Bishop, right? Yeah, yeah, I, I'm him. What, what can I help you with? Yeah, we, uh, we actually work for a reporter on No Case. And we heard your name come up and just want to ask you something, maybe. 
uh, give you some cash for for co- for your cooperation. You see him, he, he gets up and he walks towards a dresser that you didn't see when you're looking through the door, but now that you kind of stepped into the door a little bit, and you, by the way, the room's like maybe like 10 by 8, it's not a big room, you know, and he goes to the dresser and you see like there's like a crucifix there and like a Bible, and he kind of grabs the Bible and he goes to sit, turns the chair to face you guys and sits down, and he's like, the Lord tells me that to repent for my sins, I have to be willing to give back to the community, so whatever I can help you with, I'll help you with, and you don't have to worry about paying me, sir, I, I'll, I'll, I'll help. Wow, that's that's great. Um, we actually uh, heard your name come up in relation to the murder of Amanda Porter. Uh, uh, I'm just going to be completely up, for, up, up front about uh, it. I, I didn't murder anyone, sir. I don't know what no, you're talking about. No, I'm not saying you... No, I'm not saying you murder her. I'm saying if you knew something about this, some shady stuff going on, something that could, you know... Point us to some some place. I don't. I don't, sir. I I I don't even know no one named Amanda Porter, sir. Uh, give me a what's in composure. Yeah, two, three successes. I got two. Mm-hmm. As you guys are sitting there, you're starting to realize like this guy's kind of like not too bright. You know what I mean? Like you're kind of picking up as he's talking to you and his responses, his overreaction, and it's like oh, like he's not yeah, the yeah. sharpest tool in the shed. You know, he's not the brightest of light bulbs, you know. But he's like, oh, I didn't, I didn't kill. No, I don't you even know. know an Amanda Porter, sir. I'll, I'll just, you know, just uh, say, no, we don't know. Uh, no, we know you didn't murder her or, you know, didn't do anything to her. And uh, it's just if you can try it. Uh, we're on the same side here, you know. We're trying to help the community make sure this thing is solved. Make sure whoever has done this to her is put to justice. You know? who, 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 who is this Amanda Porter? I, I haven't met, I haven't met any woman in a long time, to be honest with you, since I've been here, I've been gone for a while. Alex yeah. will sort of gather himself with a long drag on the cigarette. She, uh, she worked at a camp background 77. You see him stop and he, he's like looking and he's kind of thinking, you see him look outside. Oh, Amanda! Oh, the nice girl, Amanda. Uh, 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 Amanda, the the that's definitely her. The blonde hair, her and everything. I yeah. didn't hurt no Amanda. I wouldn't hurt her. She was real nice to me. She was great, right. but but somebody killed her, and you're one of the people that knew her. So we want to know what you can tell us about her. If she, I guess, mentioned oh. anybody. I I I. I I could try to help. I don't remember too much from back then because I was doing a lot of the devil's poisons back then. And my my you my, and me my both. My brain doesn't work too well. I I don't. I I, yeah. I wish I could help her. I knew she was. A, I remember her being a really nice girl and everything like that. I, I I remember some of my friends though didn't like her too much for trying to help me out and everything. Yeah, let yeah. me get intelligence and composure roll from you guys. Nothing. Oh no, except for thank God. You're sitting there and you're like. This is the motherfucker who won the people who confronted her with the with the goddamn the guy with the hun- handlebar mustache who had like a purple velvet shirt on and had like some bright gray slacks on and everything. He wasn't really talking to her too much, but was just kind of standing there, a little imposing kind of guy. Alex's eyes will go wide and he'll sort of <coughs> start coughing and choking. <clears throat> Did you have a, a mustache back then? I've always had this a little thicker back then, a little darker, but Father Tom catches up to to us all that that's what that's what that's what a lot of god's men say you know it's a sign of wisdom what the 
you you were confronting her. You were uh, a little upset with her at one point. Why were you uh, going at it? Oh, oh no, oh no, 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 sir. I, I, it wasn't me who who was upset at her. It was Charlie. It was it was Charlie and Dora. Dora was up. They were upset with her. Not me. I wasn't upset with her. No, sir. Okay. Why were Charlie and Dora upset with her? Well, his sister's like you see him thinking. He like he he's like kind of stroking the Bible a little bit there. Yeah, they. I, I, if I remember right, they didn't like her because she told me I was doing the devil's work and that I, I should turn my soul over to God again and everything like that, and how, and how I shouldn't be following bad examples and everything like that. You see, you, you see, I'm from the south. I'm from Texas originally, and I moved up here. My, my, my parents moved up here, and and she said I was falling into the wrong crowd and everything like that, and that I, I could still do good things with my life, and they didn't want her to interfere with what we were doing they said that she she didn't understand about the about about the stuff we were doing and, and how we were getting answers answers to what and he's like you see him thinking real quick he's like well i can't honestly remember too much because of all the lsd i was doing then and all the pcp and all the devil's play things i was doing all right uh do you know do you know anything about charlie and dora or what happened to them well, I just know that too long ago the children broke up. We 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 stopped being a group together and everything like that. And and that those folks there in Mandan, they had enough of it and they were like they said we 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 this is too far and Dora ran off with her with her boyfriend Johnny and and I don't know what happened to I don't know what happened to Charlie. He just kind of I don't I don't I don't know what happened. But I just know that the children weren't weren't going we weren't going to be hanging out anymore and we weren't going to we weren't going to be doing all that that devil's heavy metal stuff. What? We weren't going to be doing any of that that evil stuff anymore. We were doing like pretending we were going to talk to talk to the to the devil and like Black Sabbath, like Ozzy Osbourne does, and everything. So you worship the devil. No, I just partied. Maybe some of them said they wanted to like talk to the devil. Me, I was just all about the rock and roll and the devil's poisons. And I regret it. I'm still making up. Lord Jesus, I'm making up for it right now. Well, that's certainly an interesting turn of events. But but not, it, it, the, we all we did was just drink and do drugs, and and we just listen to you know listen to music. We ain't doing anything like wrong or anything like that. But then people got tired of hanging out. You know, Dora. She went about her way with the boyfriend and me not too long. I don't remember how much too long or after that. Charlie just disappeared and everyone did their own thing. And then I ended up getting arrested for for, for trafficking and that stuff and, and selling the devil's the devil's play things like that. Okay. Uh, and your they didn't didn't ever hang out without you, right? You always hang out all of you together like as a group. Well, me and Dora did, especially, you know, Dora, eh, you seem to get all shy and everything. Dora let me do a little, you know, a little, little hanky panky with her once in a while and everything like that. But so did Chuck. But then she all, Johnny got all, you know, he didn't like it too much once he found out. She went about her own way. But me and, and Chuck and Dora, we were especially tight. We all lived in Chuck's house. And, um, and the rest of the Mandan folks who, who were involved, they just kind of lived in their own things. Mm-hmm. And who are the you, Mandan folks? Oh, I can't remember their name. Ain't too many of them. We're about five or six of them. They used to always laugh at me about my accent, though, and call me hick and call me Southern boy. And I didn't like that too much. So that's why I prefer to be around, uh, you know, Charlie and 
and Dora like that because they they never talked to me like that. They treated they knew that that I could get them the good stuff, the good drugs, and, and they appreciated me for what I did. You mentioned uh, Johnny, you know, who was he? Yeah, Johnny Vaughn. He he was Dora's he was Dora's boyfriend. He said he wanted to make her an honest woman and everything, and she had no business being around people like us. I didn't like him too much. I thought he was kind of an asshole. To be honest, all he liked to do was talk about his car and all that stuff. But but she just had enough of it. She didn't like the partying anymore. And she said it kind of got weird, though, too. You know, she'd tell me sometimes that Charlie wanted to try some off-the-wall weird stuff and that too many people weren't too keen on it. You know what I mean? Out there stuff. What sort of stuff? He all talking about, like, he wanted to, like, and he kind of looks around and he's like, God forgive me for saying this, but like he wanted to learn how to speak demons and everything like that. But every damn time that we all joke around and pretend like we tried that, nothing would happen. We'd always just get high and drunk and not do anything and just end up listening to music. Charlie, Charlie started getting all weird about that stuff. Dora didn't like that at all. He wanted, he was talking about, you know, wanting to hurt animals and stuff like that. And sorry, that's where I draw the line. I don't want, why would I want to hurt a dog back then, no matter how high I was? Okay. Um, you're positively sure you don't know where we could find any of these people? So I said, I know, honest to God, swear to God, when I changed my life to the sweet Lord Jesus, <laughs> I just know that Dora is, she left with that Johnny Vaughn guy, but I don't, I don't know too much about Johnny Vaughn. Maybe she married him. I hope she did marry him. I hope she avoided that. Charlie. Dora got a last name. Uh, what there was Dora Bates was her name, and Johnny Vaughn. Okay, is there anything else you can tell us about your group? Anything that stood out? Nah, just they. You know, we just get drunk a lot, get high a lot. You know, listen to Black Sabbath and everything like that. Remember where you guys used to party? Yeah, yeah, we party at John. We party at Charlie's house all the time. Charlie's house was the place to party. But the people around the neighborhood didn't like it too much because they weren't used to our kind of music and our, our long hair and stuff like that. They weren't too keen on it. And could you tell us where his house is at? Man, I don't even remember. I don't know no address like that. I ain't too bright, especially nowadays. I do remember that tall-ass building, though, seeing that tall-ass building all the time, being high and looking up Can on that. Can you describe the building at least? Outside, it's um where, where all the grass is at and all that stuff, and all the poor people go. And you're starting to pick up that, like maybe you might be talking about the Capitol building. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I meant the Charlie's house. It was around there somewhere, around there. I don't know. I'm sorry, it's been a long like? time. Uh, it was painted like white. And I remember painted white. I, and I remember that a big white house. Well, it ain't too big. It was small. It was on a street that was up there by the yeah by the by the Capitol building there. How did it look inside? Oh, man. I don't know. You got them blacklight posters and all the devil's play things like that, you know? I remember he did He had a stereo. He had some couches. He had a couple rooms and he had a basement. That basement scared me, though. I didn't go in that basement too much. He didn't do too much in that basement. Thanks. He always wanted me to go get some beer from there. I'd be like, you go get the beer yourself. Charlie, I ain't going to get no beer from there. But they'd always make fun of me, how I talked and everything. And so I'd feel bad. So I'd go there, get their beer for him so they'd leave me alone. Uh, I sort of turned to Alex. You got any more questions? Uh, no, no, I don't. <laughs> Can I ask you one question? And, and I really don't mean to impede. And I know I want to help you out and everything like that, right? And I don't want to take none of your money, good sirs. But could you talk to the people who run this place and see if I could watch me some wrestling on TV? If they could let me watch some wrestling on TV since I helped you out? We'll see what we can do. 
Yeah, we'll talk to him. Thank you. Jesus, praise you. Thank you so much. I appreciate it, sir. And thank you for not making fun of my voice. Everyone in this goddamn state makes fun of my voice and my accent. And you haven't even said one thing about it. And I appreciate it. You guys are very nice. Very nice. God bless you. You have an accent. God bless you, too. I'll secretly leave uh, 20 bucks on his bed. As you see, he grabs his Bible. Then he goes to, he's like, he's like turns up the, the, the sermon the Southern Baptist sermon as he sits there and he's just kind of rocking as he listens to it, as you guys walk out, as you walk out of the hallway and you get to the top of the steps, you see a native American guy, that native American guy sitting in a chair down there. He's looking right at you guys as he walked down. Alex will sort of avert his gaze and yep, I'm just looking right out the front door as he leaves. Is that the same guy who bumped into me? Yeah. Yeah. Probably just ignore him. As you guys make it out the door, walking towards the car, you see a couple more people out there smoking for the most part. The guy who talked to you before, some overweight chick who has to sit down, looks like she can't stand up too long. And another guy, kind of an older guy, looks in his fifties, kind of hunched over, has like an Adam's apple wearing like a John Deere hat and everything like that. Kind of spotchy skin and smoking cigarette, kind of like shaking a little bit. Yeah. Alex is just going to be lying right <laughs> to the car. So you guys are walking to the car scenes on you guys. Go. Right. So what do you think? I thought the drugs made me retarded. <laughs> did 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 you remember that too? Mm, I'm not sure what you're talking about, but if you're talking about the same thing I'm thinking, then yeah, with, with, with the blood, yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, what 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 was that? I don't know. It's, it's weird, man. Yeah, I'm I'm freaking the fuck out, man. I I need yes. a drink. Jeez, man, uh, you could, you know, slow down a bit and go for a jog. Or or I could be blissfully unconscious. Wow. <laughs> Where did that get you? I said unconscious. I didn't say hi. Well, I call still a drug, you know. Thanks, mom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, you know. Anyway, uh, you want me to drop you off somewhere? Uh, what time is it? <laughs> That's that's probably I would say around one thirty in the afternoon now. Why don't we get some lunch? And, yeah, that uh, sounds good. As you guys roll up, what what do you guys feel like you want to eat? Just kind of burger place or something yeah. like that. Yeah, go to McDonald's. All right, all right. You guys are rolling up to like a McDonald's as you guys order your food and are sitting down, grabbing some grub, facing each other. Go ahead. Okay. So, what did you get out of all that? Wow. They're all obviously a group of weirdos, a bunch of party animals who thought they were talking to Satan or something. I know. I, I mean, they could be could be involved in this. You know, it's just the kind of thing these people would do. Yeah. Well, if Dora and that Johnny guy went off and got married, then we could probably find them. Yeah. I mean, they're like. Maybe a wedding announcement in the newspaper or something. We could check the microfilm. Yeah. And then there's this Charlie guy who seemed the worst of the bunch. Yeah, I guess we have some, uh, some leads. And, uh, yeah, I don't think we're going to find Charlie easy, yeah. if at all. Yeah. I don't think, I don't think so either. But we can still, we still have something and I'll call, what's his name? Uh, Terry's secretary. And tell her what we found, you know. And maybe he can look through something that we can't. Yeah, exactly. 
guy that you saw walking uh, into that house, you can probably figure from the confrontation, you know, the names of the three people, you know, the female's name was Dora and you know, that guy walking into that house was probably Charlie yeah. that he was talking about. Yeah, I- <sighs> hmm. So yeah. Okay. Uh, oh, maybe, maybe we we'll could pick this up tomorrow then or yeah, yeah, we could do that. Why you I got should I need to do before I go into the bar? You're working today? I work as much as I can. I need the money. Yeah, I feel you. Uh, should I call you later than today at like 11 or something? I don't want <clears throat> to wake you up too, too early. Well, it's Saturday, so it's going to be pretty busy at the bar. So uh, try calling me around noon, one okay. o'clock-ish. Definitely. I might be at work until four. Yeah. Say, say hi to your folks for me, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will. We'll go with Alex first. You're at your house right now. He just dropped you off in front there. You got a few hours to kill before work. Anything that you want to do in particular? Uh, yeah, actually, he'll try to draw the memory he had of the guy with the blood all over his face okay. while drinking and smoking, trying to get it out onto paper so it doesn't come back to haunt him in a nightmare later. Ah, you mean like draw, draw, like draw, physically draw. Yeah, physically draw, like pull out the crayons and the pencils. Pencils. What not. Oh, no, he's, he's trying to stay drug. away from the drugs. He's trying to, yeah, he's not trying to do it drug in, uh, uh, drug induced, you know what I mean? He's Sorry. virtually scribbling with crayons to avoid sticking a needle in his arm. But you're just sitting there like just whatever, <laughs> trying to get the demons out of your system. Yeah. I mean, in yeah. all reality, like it's it's a, it's a weird memory that you have too to both of you guys because the memory in itself isn't like a memory of a specific scene. It's even like a, really could it be even distinguished as a memory? Could it, it could it, or could it even be rem- be labeled a memory? Excuse me, or distinguished from a vision? Could it be a vision? Could it be a memory? What could it be that you both had? All you saw was this guy's intense, obviously, and you would know this. Alex more than Michael would, but like he was, his face you saw was obviously on some kind of drug or something. Yeah. And at that, and at, and hearing him talk about PCP and, 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 and LSD, you know, this guy wasn't like on the same trip you were when you were doing drugs. This guy was doing mind altering, leave you a, a husk like this guy is now. He was in yeah. hardcore mind fuck shit. Yeah, exactly. And he did make a comment too, though, about how they liked him. Because he knew how to get good shit, and he yeah. almost made it like feel like that he hung out with them because they accepted. They didn't give him shit from being from the south, you know that like they treated him normally to that extent. But yeah, this was could it be a vision, could it be a fucking memory of something, could it be that your way or something. But somehow having eye contact with this guy led you both to having uh, a really freaked out fucking memory like that, and then especially realizing he's one of the people who were standing around standing there when they were trying to confront uh, Amanda like that. So, But you're scribbling away, trying to f- speak your demons out. That, that's a very intense scene if you think about it, too. You know what I mean? This guy is trying to fight sobriety. is now having like all these fucking scabs ripped open, you know? Yep. I'm sure you, you're probably the first time he's picked up a set of crayons since like third grade. <laughs> so he's digging through his parents' shit, like trying to find, like, where the fuck did they put my shit? Probably freaking your mom out, who's probably like wondering what the hell's going on with her son, you know? He's just finally starting to get shit together. Now he's fucking losing it over something, you know? All right, what about you, uh, Mr. Uh, Michael? Yeah, I think I'll visit mom. All right, so you're going to go up to your mom's yeah. apartment. Maybe call her first if she needs gro- groceries or something. Yeah, she answers the phone. Hey, hey Michael. 
Hey, Mom. How are you doing? Good. You know, this stupid goddamn cough just won't go away and everything like that. Um, what do you need, baby boy? Uh, I just want to ask you if you needed any groceries or medicine for that cough. No, no, I, I still got enough medicine. You don't worry about me, Michael. I've told you over and over and over again. You live your life. That's why I work so hard. I don't want you to have to worry about me. If I need anything from you, I'll call you. If I need any of that medicine, I'll let you know, all right? Yeah, uh, I'll come I'll come over anyway, you know, just say hi. <laughs> uh, she's like, is everything okay, Michael? Yeah, yeah, it's just uh, with work and, you know, I actually met Alex. Alex, oh, the... Uh, the kid from back then, if you remember, that youth. Yeah, but... The clown. I vaguely, yeah, I think... Oh, I, I, I remember him. Yeah, okay. Yeah. The one who was always trying to be the charmer and everything. Yeah, yeah, that was him. Yeah, he's had a rough couple of years. Uh, he's better now, so... I didn't know you kept in contact with any of those boys. I thought you all just kind of drifted apart. I didn't, actually. I just met him. Saw him, so I talked to him. You know. You sound like you need to talk. Let's talk in person. You you get over here, and I'll make you a meal, okay? Okay, Mom. See ya. So you, so you head over. Uh, she lives in, the, like, a duplex kind of a, a of apartment. As you come up there, you see, like, pictures of you as a kid, a lot of pictures of you. Uh, as, as as younger, there's one picture of your dad where he was like maybe you you, you don't remember your father really that much to be honest because the memory yeah. of him just kind of slipped from your brain. But it's probably when he's 18 or 19, you know, before you were born and everything like that. He's wearing kind of like a suit and he's standing like on the steps in front of a house and everything like that. Kind of has darker hair and a smile, but you see that you're built just like him. And you kind of have the same facial structure. As him, your mother, she's kind of gained some weight over time, but she's still very strong for her age. Still keeps her house clean and everything. You know what I mean? To to the T. But you can tell that definitely her health has been ailing you. When you get when you get in there, uh, you know you can smell where she's uh, you know, making whatever your favorite quick meal is, and she has it ready. And she kind of as you come in, she walks up and puts it on the dining. There's a little dining room table, like a little one where two people can sit. She sits on the opposite one with a cup of coffee and she lights a cigarette at 100 and she's uh, sitting there looking at you and she's like, tell me what, what, what's going on, Michael? Uh, it's, it's been a crazy weekend so far. You know, I actually, uh, as I was getting off work on Friday, uh, I had this, this reporter uh, talk to me and he wanted to know about, uh, Amanda's murder went to investigate it. He was saying he's writing a book or something. Wait, you're talking about Amanda Porter from like way back? Yeah, way back from the youth camp, you know. Wow. So, and some reporters looking at it? Poor Amanda? Yeah. Oh. He, he said he wants to write a book or something. So he has this look into it. It's some big shot from New York. You know that I heard, and she like as she leans forward a little bit, and she kind of like motions with her hand with the cigarette in her. When you when that happened, I didn't tell you any of the stuff that I heard, but I heard from some of the ladies that you know when she says ladies, that's like her way of saying like people she go worked with or whatever she talked to, gossip with. I heard from some of the ladies that it was vicious, it was bad, horrible what was done to her. Her parents. God bless them. Never said what quite happened to her, but I heard it was like something pretty bad, like involved, you know, murder and other things that 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 are unspeakable. And let alone, I heard it was even happened in a church there on that yeah, on the church. campus of that school. Yes, 
happened on, on the church on that on that on that college over there in California in California over there. Don't you know? Hmm. Hmm. Crazy. But, but, so how did he find out that you like why what made him come to you? Yeah, I guess he heard something from the reports or something. I don't know. Uh, so actually, so me and Alex, you know, said, why not? He gave us, said he'd pay us 500 bucks a month. So, you know, even if nothing comes of it, I'm, at least I have the money, you know? What, 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 have you done anything into it? Yeah. Have you looked into anything yeah. yet? Yeah. Yeah. I talked to this Jay Bishop. He was one of those, you know, uh, when the police questioned us, uh, those kids, when, we saw her arguing with these people. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember it. He was actually one of them. Uh, she was apparently trying to help him uh, walk this straight and narrow. So, oh. so they kind of, uh, the other people from the group sort of started harassing her. Do, do, you, do you remember, M- Michael, about two years after that happened when you got in a fight with that boy? I got in a fight you- with a lot of boys. Well, I, I, she's like, I do know that, but it was that time where that boy called you weak and you were angry and you're, you're crying when I came and got you, when you got suspended from yeah. school and you said that you didn't want to be called weak again, because you said you would never be weak after you didn't do anything that day. Do you remember that? Yeah. So is this your way of not being weak again? Getting yourself involved in here? You are so much like your father in the good ways that you had that I just, you know, I just want to make sure I don't think anything will come of it, but I, I mean, think frankly, it's better if Alex doesn't do it alone. And frankly, I think we can use the money. You could use the money. I don't need your money, Michael. I told you already. You spend your Michael. Look at, I'll, I'll take a look in the pantry and I'll buy whatever's missing because I know something's going to be missing because I know you, Mom. And I know you, you'd never ask me for help. But I'm gonna do it anyway. She just kind of pats her hand, reaches across the table, and pats her hand. So did you? Did you? She shakes her. Did you talk to this Jay guy? Yeah, uh, he didn't seem very bright, and just uh, start a real, real, really, really Christian. And uh, he sort of told us that uh, he was this about this group, how they were doing lots of drugs and stuff, and. And some other weird shit. A lot of people in Bismarck were doing drugs and continue to do drugs. It's just kind of no one talks about it. They think they can ignore it, that everything's all peaceful here. And it was the 70s. Everyone was doing weird shit in the 70s. And And he started talking about some demonic shit. Like they were trying to worship Satan or something. What? I see that in the news all the time. You know, I heard that like they have all those Satanist kids who live listen to that heavy metal stuff and everything. All go behind the University of Mary and they draw all those little evil pentagrams and stuff like that. That scares me every time I see one of those long haired kids over there by Kirkwood Mall by that arcade. Every time I go by there, like lit with their with their Metallica shirts and everything like that and all that, you know, like that, that is for the devil. But he said they got they did that. And, 1977. I never heard of none of that stuff happening back then. I mean, you see it on the news and on TV all the time now, but not back then. Yeah, I, I know what I make of it. Seems so weird. It just makes me question did, what, did what I say, got myself into. Did he say anything about the like the other people that were with him? Yeah, there was this Dora Bates, a Charlie, and a Johnny Vaughn. What do you plan to do though? Are you gonna? 
I mean, you probably have well, a way I'm to find out it. if those people are in town. Yeah, I'm going to investigate, see if anything comes of it, you know, try to get some more money out of this reporter. He really, he really seemed like he didn't need it. So, so why is he writing a book? And what does he write a book about? Just about Amanda? Uh, he's writing about this, you know, you know, about the son of Sam. Oh, I heard about him. Like all the, he killed yeah. the 44 killer in New York. He shot those girls, all the blonde headed girls. Yeah. Yeah. So he said, the reporter said he thought he wasn't working alone or he heard it from the son of Sam or, or not heard it, but read it from some kind of, but she sits back real quick and she put motions her fingers. She gets up and you see her like waddle to over to her magazine rack that she has next to her favorite reclining chair. And she's like digging through there and she pulls out a magazine and she sees you come back and she comes back and she's like flipping through it. And she's like, is this the guy? And she like pulls a page. And you see a picture of the guy that talked to you, you know, Terry Murphy, except he's wearing like a nice suit and everything. He has a smile. Yeah, that's him. Next to the guy. You know something about him? Yeah, she motions motions to the to the story uh, to the story headline, and it's like you know, uh, it's like New York reporter and, and former New York detective think that uh, Senator Sam wasn't the only killer, you know, only active killer in in 1975. And she's like, "This is him. You're working with this guy for this guy, not with him." Yeah, but why? And she's like, you see, lick her finger. She goes, "This is nothing about North Dakota in here. Nothing." Jesus, she's like Michael, Michael, Michael. She's you're just like the archangel that I named you after, and you got that same spirit that your father has. You're doing good things here. Yes, work for the man, help the man out if that's what he's doing. All she, right, can't say the work's been hard so far. So yeah, and you keep that money to yourself, and you save that money, then you could go on a vacation. Maybe you could call up Jane, and you can make things work with Jane again. And, no, and, and, I don't think that's gonna. I think that ship has sailed, Mom. I need some grandkids here soon. You know? <laughs> oh. We talked about this, Ma. <laughs> I, I, I understand. Anyway, I just so I, tell me I'm proud what, of what you. do you need? Food, groceries, med- I, I don't need anything. What I need is how about this? Next Friday night, me and you, we can go to a nice dinner. We can go out outback or something and have a dinner. And then and then and then we could talk and you could tell me how this is going for you. And then uh maybe we could come back and watch uh, watch a movie here or something. You go to one of those places and rent one of those movies for that that player you got from me last year. <sighs> okay, mom. Uh, so, all right, Alex, you're sitting there just. What's going on in your head too? While you're like just like mine on these like crayons and just trying to like work out this shit inside you. He, there's honestly not a lot going on in his head aside from. What the fuck is going on right now? I thought I put all this past me. Why is this shit coming up again? And why is it freaking me out so much? So is, is you're sitting there uh, screaming along, do you, do you just want the hours to go by until your shift? Or is there anything? Because you notice like your mother's kind of like a couple times opened the door and looked at you as you're sitting there in your room. Like, you know, at the, the I take it there's like a desk there or you're just sitting in a chair with a pad or something to that extent. Just like going crazy. And she just like, has kind of getting the vibe that he needs to be left alone. And yeah, he's probably sitting at a desk. That's probably the Russian in her too. You know, like men work out their, their demons like this on their own. And, and it's on a woman's spot to be there whenever they're called upon, but not to interfere. So, but you can definitely tell she's kind of doing the hover mom a little bit once in a while. We'll poke her. Well, a hover mom for a Russian. Yeah. <laughs> As she's just kind of like poking her head in there and all that stuff. Soon it comes around. You look and you have this clock. 
the kind you remember those old clocks with like the things would round up the brown ones that were like longer and the numbers oh, would yeah. go yeah, yeah, it would go up like that. Mom over here, like that. would go up. Uh, you start seeing you looking like, oh shit, it's like six thirty. I need to be, I need to be at work here soon. Yeah, I got you going. Uh, he'll wrap it up with the crayons. He'll ball up and shred everything that he drew. He doesn't want to keep it. He just wanted it out of his head as much as possible. And how about this? What do you think of an idea of having Carla being someone like that picks you up for work and like kind of drops you off since you don't have your own car? Yeah, that that's good. All right. So she comes and rolls up. It's kind of brisk out. So you're probably, I would take it wearing your leather jacket. You come in and she's wearing like this leather jacket, but it has like these, like, like the um, strips of leather that come down it. You know what I mean? That were all like the, the tassels. 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 That's what I was thinking of. The tassels on it. She has like a, a, a like a old pickup truck that's like really on its last leg. She actually uses a screwdriver to start it. You know, uh, something that her, 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 her dad had given to her before he passed. She's driving down there, and she's just looking at you, as you can see. The, the heat doesn't work in there, but she kind of has, like, a, a, a Def Leppard cassette tape that's kind of playing in the background a little bit. She rolls down the window, lights a cigarette, and she kind of elbows you, like, you want one? Yeah, th- actually, here, I'll hand her the second pack that I bought earlier. This, oh. this is uh, this is for yesterday. She's like, all right. And she's like, thank you. She puts it in the pocket of her jacket. She's like, you can I be honest with you and tell you that you're looking a little worse than you did last night? Yeah, I woke up with a really bad hangover. Nothing to do with the shit that was going on last night? Everything to do with the shit that was going on last night, but I'll be fine. You, you, you don't talk, huh? You don't talk much. Is, is, it, that, is, it, is it from your, 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 your mom and dad's type of people thing? Like the strong, silent type? Like all scary, like that guy in that new Rocky movie? Nah, 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 Carl. I'm I'm okay to talk. It's just there's just some stuff that I don't want to talk about. I don't really know what I'm remembering right now, so I don't even know what to talk about. Jeez, she's just kind of like, man, whatever it is, they fucking did a number on you, huh? And you see her, she go, goes towards like the little asher in the truck, and she like pops it down and pulls out like a joint. You know what I mean? And she like motions to you. You need this? Uh, I shouldn't. Maybe save it for later. Okay. She like puts it back and pops pops it down. So my uh my fucking guess what? My deadbeat ex missed child support payments again. And she's driving around, catches at you're at a, a stoplight. Fucking now I I gotta figure out what the fuck I'm gonna do. And then she goes forward again. Three fucking kids. How far behind? No is husband. It? No, he's about fucking six months now. I have no idea where that fucking asshole's at. She keeps driving for she keeps driving forward. I can't even get a goddamn night out on my own without being grab ass by some fucking hick asshole. And this motherfucker can't even put his part in for the three kids he brought into this world. Jesus. She stops at another. How short are you gonna be? Yeah, well, I don't fucking know. I got enough. The tips here are good and you know it's a payday weekend and all that shit, but yeah, I, yeah. I might need a the drunk. I think I might need to take Yeah, they do. I think I need to take another job though at the fucking maybe at the Silver Dollar here soon. And you know the Silver Dollar is kind of like a biker bar that's in Mandan. It kind of has like like the only like strip club probably in the area or anything like that. You know? Nah, nah. You you don't want to do that. That you got your kids. Oh no, I I ain't showing no skin. I'm talking about just being a fucking waitress. But I don't even know if I want to work there. I heard it gets pretty fucking rough there. Yeah, I mean you gotta you're gonna pay the gas to get out there. Is it gonna be worth it? No, I know. I'm just feeling sorry for myself here, but it is what it is. It'll work out, I guess. But 
You know, don't, you, we'll see. don't you have a lawyer or someone that could track him down? I don't got money for a lawyer. <laughs> Shit. You see the same minimum wage I'm getting fucking paid here. Living in a goddamn fucking apartment. That's already a low-income HUD housing apartment. That's all I can fucking do. You know what my mistake was? Was even marrying that asshole. I should have just said no. I should have just gone off and went to California or New York or somewhere else. As you guys get to work, you guys get there. She pulls up in the driveway. She gets out, fucking throws her cigarette on the ground, grabs her purse and walks in. And she's like, all right. Well, she's like, I'll see you later tonight. And she goes through like the edges of the area where the waitresses, you know what I mean? I'll have yeah. put their bags and shit like that. As uh, she goes in, I'll hang out in the truck for a minute right. and finish a cigarette. After she goes in, I'll try to sneak over to the nurse's station to slip a hundred into her purse. Okay, I'll give you two options. I don't, I don't want to make you roll. I, I, I'd rather, you know what I mean, have that be successful. But if you want to roll to see, you know what I mean, for like a, a, you know what I mean, to see what happens, or if you want to go along with me, just letting it happen, it's your call. Yeah, Dex Larceny, and you have uh, two, and you have two, uh, so you have four. I would say. Uh, with the fact that you're not really trying to do something bad, that you're trying to do something good, I'd give you a plus one uh, for that if you want to roll it. Or if not, I'll just let you do it. Now. Yeah, it's give it call. a roll. See if she notices. So you got one success. I mean, you're able to do it. Okay. You kind of bumped into a couple of chicks and you're like, and you put like, you know what I mean? You drop a hundred in her wallet and uh, and then you go back to as you're doing your things. You know, you're doing what you do to prep for your shift as everything's going on and you're all like you know getting caught into the hubbub of stuff you are sitting there getting a drink ready and you feel this kiss on your cheek and you look up and she's like you're a fucking asshole you know that but thank you and she turns around and walks off as you kind of like get this warm sense that maybe uh the good that you did right now will kind of counteract the memory that you just had hello folks have you ever wished you could have an easy way to find gameplay videos and podcasts or just media in general that deals with your favorite white wolf role-playing games? Or have you ever wished you could find a forum to share gameplay that you have recorded, one which wouldn't be drowned out by random posts and discussion so that your media could get the attention you want? Well, we have the answer for you in a Facebook group we run called White Wolf RPGs Gameplay and Media. The group is specifically ran with the sole intent of it being a one-stop shop for people to view or share media involving the games we all love. We take thorough steps to ensure the page does not become cluttered and is easy to traverse. We are currently over 1,000 members strong, and we are continuing to rapidly grow with new media being shared every day. Stop on by! We hope to see you there.